This is the Collector Car Podcast, the home for the auto enthusiast. Join Greg Stanley as he applies over 25 years of insights and analytical experience to the collector car market. He will interview the experts and throw in some fun stuff as well. Okay, for this episode of the Collector Car Podcast, I am going to share with you the top 10 most expensive cars that sold in 2022. Now, this is by public auction or public knowledge. So there are a couple private sales that occurred over uh, over the last year, and I will include those in the list. Now, as I like to say, if you'd like to get your free consultation uh, call from me, just go to thecollectorcarpodcast.com and you can go to the contact form. You can select the date and time, and we can have a nice conversation talking about your car or the cars that you one day hope to have. So just an easy way to reach out to me and uh, kind of go the next step with what uh, is either in your garage or what you wish was in your garage. Now, just as a reminder, uh, RM Sotheby's is consigning cars for the Amelia sale. I know they're down to only 30 spots left. So if you do want to get your cool car into this great sale, you got to jump on it quick. So go to rmsotheby's.com and reach out to one of their car specialists or shoot me a note at gstanley at rmsotheby's.com. So that's always a great sale down in Florida, my hometown, near my hometown of Jacksonville, Florida. So I will be down there. Actually, I will be driving a cool 1965 Hypo Mustang Fastback I actually found at this year's Amelia Island auction under a tarp. So uh, really cool. It's a real K-Code Hypo Fastback. So hopefully uh, I will be driving that down there for that week. All right, a couple cool events coming up on the Collector Car Podcast. Uh, one of them, as I mentioned before, is January the 7th. Please check out my YouTube channel where I will be live streaming. Uh, let's see, what did I call this thing? So I would live stream Guess the Hammer. So we will have the Kissimmee auction going on live and we are going to guess what the cars are going to sell for. Now you can participate and share your guests by going to the YouTube channel, watch the live stream, and uh, guess along with us, and I will definitely call you out if you have a cool, good guess. So that is being held at the Moto Car Club in Cincinnati. Uh, you can go to motocarclub.com and check it out. We'll be up on the, I believe we'll be in the lounge overlooking the collection of cars there. So if you would like to come in person, by all means, show up on January the, the 7th. I would show up around 3 p.m., uh, the live streaming starts at 4 p.m. Now, something else that's cool, I just got a phone call. Um, it sounds like I will be live streaming. Now, this is more of a, a video that you can go watch and enjoy, but it will be for the India Concord Elegance. I don't have all the specs yet, but it is the big Concord that occurs in the country of India. So I will not be there in person, but I will be live streaming with a fellow car enthusiast as we walk the show field. So... Uh, I know I'll have a lot of listeners from India on my YouTube channel, watchers. Uh, so we will be there in spirit and share all the cool cars from that Concours that is coming up soon. Okay, so let's get into these top sales from 2022. Now, one thing I will mention is the top 10 sales are dominated by RM Sotheby's and Gooding. Um, if you hear a weird screeching noise in the background, it's still Christmas. Uh, those are my wreaths on my window, which are screeching outside of the office here because we it's like minus 10 yesterday. Today it's 10 degrees, really windy, so there's a little screeching going on in the background, so I apologize for that. 
so like I said, the top 10, I think three of them are from Gooding and Company. The remaining seven are from RM Sotheby's, but I did not want to exclude the other major auction houses. So I do want to talk about the top sellers from the other auction houses, more of an informational uh, way to share it. So let's see, Bonhams, their number one seller for 2022 was a 1955 Porsche 550 Spider That sold at Amelia Island. I can pull it up here for $4.185 million. So that's an iconic car. Uh, they only built a handful of these uh, really, really cool cars. Um, let's see, for Meekum, this one was interesting. Their top seller was a 1965 Shelby GT350R prototype. Typically, the R prototypes only made, or the R models only made 36 of those. They typically sell 800 to $1.1 million. This prototype is the very first R model built and driven by Ken Miles. And uh, like I said, it's the prototype sold for $3.75 million. It is known as the Flying Mustang because there's an iconic picture of it with all four wheels off of the ground. Uh, ironically, this same car sold back in Indianapolis Meekum sale, uh, and it was a world record price then uh, for $3.85 million. So counting all the fees and everything, it looks like they've lost a couple hundred grand on this resale. Uh, but that was Meekum's top sale of the year at $3.75 million. All right, for Barrett Jackson, their top sale, I, I'm going to list two here because one of them is a charity car. Uh, let's see, they sold the very first serial number 001 Corvette Z06 for 2023. That sold at Scottsdale for $3.6 million. That was a charity event. Now, if you go back a handful of episodes, I did the math on these charity cars, specifically the Barrett-Jackson Corvette serial number ones that have sold in the past. I believe I titled the podcast episode when buying a $3 million car makes sense or something to that effect or the math behind a $3 million new Corvette. I'll put the link in the description of this podcast so you can check that out. Uh, taking that out of the mix because that was a charity lot and there's a lot of nonprofit charitable donation implications to that. Their top seller was his 1970 Plymouth Hemi Superbird Sold at Las Vegas for $1.65 million. And that was uh, a record price for a Hemi Superbird. So super, super cool. All right. So now we're going to move on to the top 10. Now there are some honorable mentions I will uh, get to here in a little bit. But let's go through the top 10. Now some of these cars you've heard of before because they were in probably the Monterey Review episode or recap. That's where a lot of these cars did sell. But if you're watching on YouTube, I will pull up the pictures here. So the first one, number 10, is the 1958 Maserati 450S. Now, this one sold by R.M. Sotheby's at Monterey. Now, the estimate on this car, this did not hammer crossing the auction block. The estimate was $9 million to $11 million on their website. It does show that it was sold after auction, but it does not actually say what the list price or what the sold price was. Now, I did find a Top Gear website in the U.K., stating that it sold for 7.6 euros, which is probably somewhere around $7.9 million. So just under the estimate. Uh, let's see, the ninth of 10 examples built, ordered through, and personally delivered by Carol Shelby. So I don't know if that means you can tout it as driven by Carol Shelby. I guess it was just for uh, delivery. Let's see, first overall at three SCCA regional events during 1958 and raced with great success during the 1959 U.S. AC Road Racing Championship. Uh, retains matching numbers V8 engine 
So this is a really cool, iconic Ferrari. It's not a front-engine V12 Ferrari, but it is a front-engine V8 Ferrari and uh, just looks absolutely stunning. So that's our number 10 car. Now, with our number 10 car selling for somewhere around $8 million, you can see why the other cars from the other auction companies weren't even close. Uh, there were so many cars that sold between 4 and $8 million. I could have made this a top 30 list, but I just wanted to keep it to the top 10. All right, next on our list is another car, another Ferrari. Now, this one is from Gooding, and this is from their London sale. The number nine car on our list is this 1960 Ferrari 250 GT short wheelbase coupe in a beautiful yellow color, absolutely stunning yellow color. I'm not as familiar with Gooding's website, so I don't think there are pictures for me to flip through, unfortunately. I'm not seeing any, so I apologize for that. Okay, so the estimate on this car was seven to eight million dollars. It sold for 7.9 million dollars. Period race records includes entries at Le Mans, Goodwill, and some other race course I can't pronounce. Uh, two owners since 1984. I thought that was an interesting fact because how many owners did you have prior to that? Uh, successfully campaigned at Le Mans Classic, Goodwill Revival, and Tour Auto. Uh, just absolutely stunning. You don't normally see these in a yellow, fly yellow is I'm guessing what the color would be called for, uh, for, um, for this type of Ferrari. All right, next, our number eight car. Now, ironically, there were a lot of pre-war cars in this list, and this is one of them. 1924 Hispano Suiza H6C Torpedo Roadster. Now, this was sold by R.M. Sotheby's and Monterey. This is one I was absolutely in love with. It's stunning. It's gorgeous. The estimate on this car was 8 to $12 million, sold for just over $9.2 million. And it states here, and arguably the most famous Hispano Suiza in the world. Uh, let's see... Let's see, race at the 20, 1924 Targa Florio. Um, stunning lightweight mahogany coachwork, a masterpiece of craft, craftsmanship. So I don't know why it's called tulip wood when it's actually mahogany. Uh, let's see, part of several famed private collections for nearly a century. Just an absolutely stunning car. Torpedo bodywork. The wheels, I don't know if they're made out of copper or brass, but they're absolutely, uh, it's unbelievable. And seeing it in person in Monterey, was quite a treat. I know the uh, global car specialist, the head guy, Gord uh, Duff, he drove it for the videos and he said it has, for being a 98 year old car at the time, it drove better than he ever thought it would be able to. So just a really, really cool car. All right, next again from RM Sotheby's Monterey sale. This is the uh, other headliner. Well, one of, I would say three headliners from this from that sale. This is this 1937 Mercedes-Benz 540K Special Roadster. The estimate on this car was $9 to $12 million. Hammer sold at $9.9 .9 million. One of three surviving long-tail covered spare Special Roadsters. I'm showing you that uh, one-off rear end on the website on YouTube right now if you want to check it out. Uh, let's see. Originally delivered to King Mohammed Zahir Shia of Afghanistan. I don't know that I got that right. Cosmetically refurbished in the 1950s, but never truly restored. Retains an astonishing degree of originality throughout. Uh, had a lot of uh, famous collector owners. This is the first time it's ever come to auction. Uh, so it's one of the most desirable 540Ks in existence. And it sold for a very, very, very strong price very cool car and i believe that's going through a total restoration right now at rm auction so we'll we'll see if we see it on the uh, pebble beach concord field in a year or two 
All right, next, number six. This one is from Gooding. Now, this is from the Monterey sale. This is a stunning car. 1957 Bugatti Type 57 Alalante. I believe I'm saying that correctly. Coupe. Now, the estimate on this one was 10 to $12 million. The hammer sold for $10,345,000. Now, this is one of the most important, desirable, and spectacular Bugattis ever created. One of just 17 Type 57s at Alante's. I'm not, I know I'm not saying that right. All right. Uh, let's see. Known history since it was first delivered in Paris in 1937. Retains original chassis, coachwork, and matching numbers driveline. All right, number five, we're going to stay with Gooding. And ironically, we're going to stay with the year 1937. Now, this is from their Amelia sale. 1937 Talbot Lago T150CSS Teardrop Coupe. Very, very stunning, iconic. And there's actually some really nice replicas of these cars running around. Now, the estimate on this, they didn't actually give a ballpark estimate. They just said north of $10 million. And it sold for almost $13.5 million. An extraordinary example of one of the all-time great French automobiles. Original all-alloy New York coach work and fully enclosed front fenders. Uh, let's see, winner of the Prix d'Excellence at the 1938 Concorde Elegance in Paris. Interesting. All the big collectors had it, including Nethercut. Um, and it wore a first class at Pebble Beach and Best of Show at Amelia Island. All right, we're down to the top four here. Now we're actually moving towards a new car, a newer car, but not street legal. So this is this one just sold actually in November uh, 2003 Ferrari F2003 GA RM Sotheby's, their Switzerland sale. Now, this is an incredible car. The estimate is 8.1 to $10.3 million in U.S. dollars. And it sold for a record price, almost double low estimate, $15.8 million. Now, why did it finish so strongly? Well, it's one of the most iconic Ferraris driven by Michael Schumacher. Let's see, driven to five victories by Michael Schumacher during his world championship winning 2003 F1 season. Let's see, podium finish by Schumacher at the Monaco and French Grand Prix, as well as three pole positions. It's the most successful Ferrari F 2003 GA Grand Prix car ever built. Uh, let's see, this is the very car in which Schumacher clinched his sixth world championship title. So you can't get much more historic than that, especially for a Formula One Ferrari. Truly outstanding, very cool car. That's actually when I was watching, when Schumacher was at his peak, that is actually the time frame in which I was really into Formula One. So I've got some great memories there. All right, number three. Now, this one was not a public auction sale. This is what is called RM Sotheby's sealed bid sale. So this is a process in which the car, uh, you do bid on it, but it is uh, nobody knows what it's selling for except for a few people at the auction house. And then whoever the underbidder was will know what the last bid was. So in this process you can bid online and you'll know what you'll know when you're outbidded you won't know what their bid is so it's very very private discreet and i don't know the actual sales price of this car uh, this is the 1998 mclaren f1 uh, but there's been a couple reports i've seen online that put it in the 21 million dollar range which sounds right uh, so this is arguably the greatest automobile of the 20th century, considered as one of the big three performance car icons along the Alfa Romeo 
8C and the Ferrari 250 GTO. Those are kind of the three big ones you've got to have nowadays if you're a mega, mega collector. Uh, let's see, a fresh to market example unseen for the last decade. Uh, just two owners from new on less than 17,000 miles from new. Uh, one of 64 road cars built amongst the last produced. That was offered from the Pinnacle Portfolio Collection. And I don't know whose collection that is, but I do know back in 2016, RM famously sold $67 million worth of cars for the Pinnacle Collection. They probably took those funds and bought this car. At the time, in that collection that was sold for $67 million, there was a 1998 McLaren F1 LM specification model that hammered for over $13.8 million. So saying that this one sold for 21, it's probably really, really close to being within that ballpark. Uh, that's why it's our number three car. Now, it could be actually higher, but I just don't know the number because our number two car was the premier car at Monterey, the highest selling car over the Monterey weekend. And that is this 1955 Ferrari 410 Sports Spider. Now, this is very iconic, very cool car. All the camera phones were up during the auction while this was selling. So the estimate on this car was 25 to $30 million. Really, how do you put an estimate on a car like this one? It hammered sold for $22 million. It was one of the most significant purpose-built Ferrari big block sports racing prototypes from the 1950s. One of just two factory campaign 410 sports equipped with a 24 spark plug 4.9 liter V12. What was interesting, it says one of two factory ones. The other one, it's my understanding, was yellow. And ironically, it was on the Pebble Beach show field that same weekend. So we had both cars, 410S's, at Pebble Beach on the same weekend. So that's pretty cool. So piloted by Carroll Shelby during his landmark 1956 and 1957 seasons when driving for the renowned Southern California-based team principal, John Edgar. Carroll Shelby won more races as a driver in this car than any other car in his career with eight wins and 10 podium finishes. And a ton of famous race car drivers drove this car. Phil Hill, um, John Rathman, uh, Fangio, all sorts did. All right, so this is iconic. This is why it brought such a big number. And what's cool is it came with the very first 1956 and the last 1958 trophies that were won by Shelby while driving this car. Very, very cool and iconic car. All right, I do want to get to a couple honorable mentions uh, before I get to the number one car that sold in 2022. Um, the first one I don't have pictures for, but I, I think it was just a... Uh, I don't think it really happened. Uh, there was a video where Paul Russell was quoted as saying a Ferrari GTO sold for $80 million. Now, famously, a couple years ago, we heard about the David McNeil purchase for $70 million for a GTO. And I don't think there was a new Ferrari or a new GTO sold uh, recently for $80 million. I think that's the $70 million one he was referencing when because when I tried to Google it, uh, the McNeil story often was cited as an $80 million car. So if there was one out there sold privately, please let me know. I'd love to know. All right. The other one I wanted to mention is another Arm Sotheby's uh, private seal bid uh, sale. It's a white Enzo. It's 2003 Ferrari white Enzo. I don't know what this sold for. I'll probably never know what it sold for. But I put it in here because if you think about our top 10, we're somewhere around you know, the $8 million mark to get into the top 10. 
Uh, Enzo's are selling for, you know, $4 million or so. I mean, if I don't know that the yellow, I'm sorry, the white color would have doubled the price to where it got into that $8 million range. If I had to guess, I would say it probably sold for around $6.5 million being the only white Enzo, but I don't know. So I just wanted to mention that one before we get to our big one for the year. All right, so the, the biggest seller uh, for the year, actually, this is in all history, because uh, all records are broken with this car, is the 1995 Mercedes-Benz 300SL Uhlenhaut Coupe. Now, this was sold by Arm Sotheby's, again, through the sealed bid process. Now, we do know the price of this car because it was publicly announced via Mercedes and Arm Sotheby's. So, Mercedes-Benz was selling this car. They've owned it since new. It broke all previous world records. I think the world record for a public auction uh, was $48 million for a Ferrari 250 GTO. I'm sorry, Ferrari GTO a couple years ago. Um, and so this more than doubled it, almost tripled it. Um, so incredible car. The second of two adaptations of the race-built 300 SL SLR made in coupe form. So apparently one of them has blue interior and this one has red interior. Uh, Mercedes-Benz had both since new and decided to sell one of them. Comfortably the fastest road-going going car in the world when new, capable of reaching speeds of up to 290 kilometers per hour. So that's probably around 170 miles per hour. All right. Retained by Mercedes-Benz from new and presented for sale for the first time ever, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to own an enthralling piece of automotive history. Yeah, so that was really quite amazing. It was very secretive, very private. Um, they did, I think they live streamed the actual auction. So, um, you know, I said this was part of their sealed bid, but it was an auction where they invited um, select Mercedes collectors, select uh, very high-end collectors to participate in the auction because they did release the video afterwards. Just a stunning, beautiful car. Uh, I don't know if this will be uh, eclipsed anytime soon. I mean, because it's so far above and beyond what any other price for a car has traded publicly. I do know there were some quote-unquote strings attached. I believe Mercedes has the first right to buy the car back if it ever is to be sold again. And I think it has to be at the same price that it was bought for. Not sure on that. And then also um, they wanted to make sure it did not disappear from public view. So it will be making the rounds at some point as some of the major uh, Concord Fields and shows around the world, hopefully in 2023. All right, well, that's what I've got for today. Now, as a reminder, you can get your free car collector car consultation phone call with me by emailing me at greg at the collector car podcast or on my homepage, go to collectorcarpodcast.com, find the contact form, and you can select uh, a date from, uh, from my calendar. As always, thanks for listening, watching, liking, and sharing, and I will talk to all of you next week. Thanks for listening to the Collector Car Podcast. Don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes and be sure to follow us on Instagram and everywhere else at the Collector Car Podcast.